All right, all right, we're live, we're live then. So, um, hey everybody, this is, uh, um, my name is Delroy and uh, I'm with the Backtrackers, which is a video game book club. Um, it's a group of uh, people, a community within the Carpool Gaming uh, Discord uh, that we just get together, we pick a game to play, we celebrate that game, we celebrate each other, and we just talk about, um, we, we go into deep, deep, deep detail about it, so. You know, it's 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 just really kind of a cool thing that we do about once a month, three to four weeks or so. Um, today we're kind of celebrating the exact year of this thing that we've been doing. Um, some of us have been here from the beginning, um, others have joined along the way, and uh, I wanted to gather Marcus and I anyway wanted to gather a group of some of the more regular members to talk over their games of the year from that the backtrackers have played and their experiences over the past year and kind of share a little bit about uh the community so um you know it's this is this is a small group there's only six of us today but we've you know we're we're, we're growing and uh, you know we welcome anyone who wants to come along for the ride so um today i have with me in my top left uh is bowza she's um the absolute boss of gaming she's uh <laughs> she gets them done so she's uh the, the the Elden Ring Platinum Champ, and then to my right um, is is Michael, um, aka Drellish, the three hour uh, podcast uh, champion. <laughs> <laughs> and then to my bottom left is uh, Mr. Marcus O'Neill, my right hand man. He's the running man. Um, he and I are, you know, he he is the reason that we're doing this. He's he's he balances my idiocy out. He's the man um, below me my asian connection brother um nagachaka uh and i know right now him and his son are trying to work through marvel's avengers the lego one so and then finally we got seth um in the bottom right uh two dollar hero he is the uh i guess i would say the the, the land yap of the group he's the little something extra <laughs> um and then the, the crowd and what is it like you're the crawdaddy the gumbo of uh oh of a nintendo podcasting right the so, Louisiana references yeah, all over man. the place. Yeah. I've got some more somewhere in there too. Look at that. He, yeah. he loves he loves alligators too. So anyway, um <laughs> so with that said, um, you know, I'm gonna pass it over to Marcus. Um, and he's gonna talk a little bit about uh, you know, what we've done over the past year, some of the games that we've played. And then from there we're going to go around the room and each of us are gonna kind of touch on our favorite game and maybe like a favorite kind of moment or memory um over the past year and uh and then we'll kind of go from there so uh marcus why don't you uh why don't you kick it off sounds great thanks Dale. right um so uh we figured we would start this thing off by uh doing a little bit of a summary kind of getting priming everything out and uh talking about what we've done over the past year so um in the past year of backtrackers we played 21 games uh over 18 different meetups so we had a few uh weeks where we played multiple games we played a wide variety of genres. We had some point-and-click adventures, survival horror, music games, sim games, detective games, card-based roguelike RPGs, 2D Zelda-likes. We even debated whether or not one of the games we played was actually a game. Um, I still am not sure <laughs> that it was. Um, so um, in terms of some stats, uh, we've met uh, for a, roughly 36 hours over the course of 18 meetings. Usually we take about two hours per meeting. Um, the total time played, and this is kind of a minimum. I took this from how long to beat, kind of just looking at the campaigns, but we've played 182, at least 182 hours worth of games over the past year. Um, We've had the number of games that we played that featured uh, voice actor Doug Cockle, who is the voice of uh, Geralt of Rivia. So we, we played two of those. Um, and the number of games that uh, Delroy happened to choose to play that had the name or the title or the word, sorry, Paradise in its title uh, was also two. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's just kind of a summary. And it, I thought maybe we could actually, I would quickly just run down the list of all the games that we have played so that... Uh, that people get a sense of the, the games themselves. So I'll start off. We started off, uh, very first game was Death's Door, followed by The Forgotten City. Uh, then we went to Boyfriend Dungeon, uh, Spiritfarer, then Undertale, um, Paradise Killer, uh, Life is Strange True Colors, Bug Snacks, The Night in the Woods. It was a big popular one here. 
the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, which again, I'm not sure was actually a game. Uh, Dickory, <laughs> Hypnospace Outlaw, uh, Arcade Paradise. Then we've had our first a double uh, double week or double meetup uh, at where we played Amnesia Dark Descent and Mich- Amnesia Machine for Pigs. Uh, that was followed by Inscription. Then we had a triple uh, a triple pack uh, with a, a three different music games. So Tetris Effect, Sayonara Wild Hearts, and Grease. Uh, and then Return to Monkey Island was next. And then the last game of the year, uh, which we just recently met up to discuss, was Tales of Iron. So right back to you, Delroy. That's, that's all I got. All right. Well, as you guys can see, it's kind of a... Uh, a large mix of games, but um, I kind of think the running theme is that we're looking for games that are kind of kind of under the radar, hidden gem type of games. We're not looking for the Destinies and the Fortnites. You know, people are going to play those anyway, but we want to we want to have experiences that we can talk about that maybe not everyone else has seen, and and kind of bring light to those and you know, some of the creatives that have uh, that are behind these kind of amazing things that 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 aren't AAA, right? So anyway. Um, I think from there we will start off this thing so we can get it running. Um, I'm going to go to you first, Michael. Michael with the suit. Michael, look and fly. So uh, tell me, you know, tell me your name. Tell me where we can find you, and then go through your favorite game, you know, and then and then we'll roll from there. And yeah, let's let's do it. Perfect. Man. I will. I will. I will do it briefly. So Michael, um, IGN Drillish. Um, I think I joined the Backtrackers in February, so I missed the very, very first game. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been a a roller coaster of a ride ever since uh, ever since I've been there. And uh, one of the reasons why I jo- why I joined um, was really that I was looking for a different type of exchange to talk about games rather than I think what we always you know, been exposed to, which is, you know, tons of reviews and maybe listen to a podcast here and there. So one of the nice things is that it's, it's not recorded and uh, we are able to get quite intimate with each other with regards to what those games mean to us personally uh, in our journey of what we call life. Um, if I quickly go to the games that have made um, the biggest impression on me, I think all games teach something. And I try and get everything uh, as much as I possibly can out of the games that I can commit to. And at least these backtracker games, although I have not finished everyone, I'm pretty committed of, you know, of, of, of getting things done so that I can join the discussion. Um, I want to give an honorary mention to Inscription because Inscription was definitely a game that, yeah, went beyond what I expected a game um, would be. It pushes the boundary with regards to card playing games, or at least, you know, introducing the element of cards uh, within games. Um, and it it went into some weird and wonderful places, uh, some that I didn't expect. But uh, the game of the year that I finished and, and perhaps meant the most to me is what you see in the background um, as well, which is Night in the Woods. Um, because it's a game that really talks about life. Um, and it talks about maybe also the mediocrity of life that there is. And I kind of see it as, you know, life, for some of us, it's a white canvas. And we can do on that white canvas um, what we want to do. But some of us also get dished out a, a different sort of canvas, which isn't always white. And some of it is burnt and some of it is broken. But we can still make a work of art from it. And it's really about. Um, I think existential angst uh, that that comes with um, when life doesn't go according to plan, and when you you know your um, your life and and the various stages of it is not really a straight line, um, and and hooking up with old connections, and I kind of realizing uh, that also life for them is different uh, than maybe how you envisioned life for yourself, and coming to terms with that, and I think. Uh, Night in the Woods picks that tale up beautifully uh, with the main protagonist, May, um, and the experiences and adventures that she has to once she goes back to the town where she went to school and hooks up with all her old um, school buddies and and just realizes how different things are and that we're not there where we left things off. 
but that we're actually looking at a new reality and how to cope with that. Um, a beautiful game and definitely worth your while um, if if those type of questions are are interesting to you. Um, and I'll stop there. So I want to give other people also a chance to to speak. But I thoroughly enjoyed this game. And the music is absolutely fantastic. Um, there are some mini games in there as well where you are sort of a band and you have to learn how to write, uh, play according to a specific song or some specific th songs. Um, and it is incredibly written. So one of the better written games that I've come across in, in my gaming career. So What a soundtrack yeah. too, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. So that was me. Back to you, Delroy. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I made a mistake by letting him go first. Um, <laughs> I forgot. I tried to forgot. keep it short. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's just not that. It's uh, how, how do you follow that up? Um, you right. easily follow it up by passing it on to Bowser. So, hey Bowser, um, he, you can you can uh, you can you can recover the group for us and and uh, make it even harder. So, um, tell me about your favorite game of the year, and uh, you know anything else you kind of want to add on to that? Maybe if you want to talk a little bit about an experience you had, or we can save that to the end. Okay. Well, I'm Bowser. You can find me as Bowser or Bowser 13 pretty much everywhere. Um, so I was a little bit later to join the Backtrackers. I've only been in, I think, six meetings, which was nine games. Um, so I have less to pick from, but it was still quite difficult. I mm -hmm. enjoyed a lot of these games and things outside of my wheelhouse, which is part of the reason why I wanted to join. I wanted a reason to finish some of these games that I wouldn't try or I'd drop after five minutes, you know, if I just picked it up on Game Pass and played it a little bit. So it's really helped me to push through and, you know, learn some more about my own gamer habits. So I was a little bit torn. Um, I think I'll give my honorable mention to Arcade Paradise. I loved the the management sim part. I, you know, I started off thinking, okay, that's going to be it. That's that's the good stuff. Mm -hmm. And by the end, I'm putting in the cheat code, so I don't have to worry about the laundromat at all. And I'm standing in the back playing all of those arcade cabinets the whole time. But I think my game of the year is going to be the most recent one, Tales of Iron. Wow. Very much in my wheelhouse. You know, a little bit of platforming, combat just it hit all the right notes for me i mean there's a lot of references you can get to you know in group versus out group between the rats and the frogs and meanwhile there's this whole other group they don't know about in the mole town and then the idea of reggie not really knowing as much about his father king radis first of his name maybe he <laughs> thought he did you know there's a a darker side that had been kept hidden from him and that, that whole story just resonated with me, and the art style was beautiful. You do notice one thing is uh, she picked both the dog, the Doug Cockle games. So I yeah, that's maybe what, that's, that's it. Really and about, and yeah. both Delroy games. Oh, there, there you go. go. Right. There, you go. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Well, hey, thanks so much. I actually did want to ask you before I let you go here. Um, where did you hear about the group? I'm always curious, and I never ask. It's probably just from listening to the Carpool Gaming podcast. Okay, okay, yeah, I've, I've been seeing some, um, some, I guess, some cross pollination from other groups. So I'm just curious. Okay, um, thank you. Uh, I guess next we're gonna go to Seth. Um, Seth, why don't you tell me about, you know, where, where the many places that they can find you? You're the busiest man I know, and uh, <laughs> and uh, um, why don't you tell me what your favorite game is and maybe um, little anything else that you want to add to that. Sure. Yeah. So hi, I'm Seth. Uh, you can find me at $2 hero, mostly on Twitter. I don't really do much else social media wise. Um, but yeah, I do all in a Nintendo podcast, all in YouTube channel, keep Nintendo weird. And of course I'm part of the carpool gaming crew, uh, the place that hosts this wonderful community. And, um, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this because even though it feels like I've been part of the carpool crew for a while, I actually haven't. I joined them, I think, in, like, late September, and so I joined Backtrackers, like, way before I was ever a carpool host or mm. whatever. Um, I was just a community member, and uh, it's it's been, like, an interesting journey. I think the way I heard about Backtrackers was just from 
I have this really bad OCD thing where when I'm in a Discord server, I want to make sure everything is like cleared out and read. Like if I see I have unread notifications in a channel, I just scroll through it and I don't want to see the, you know, mm. I'm weird. Um, so I saw you guys were meeting up for Night in the Woods and that's a game that is very, very special to me. Um, I have a lot of like deep personal connection to that game. Um, a little bit of a relationship with the developers and things and... I was like, I don't even know like what this is, but they're talking about one of my favorite games. So like I have to get involved. <laughs> um, and what I found like that session was amazing. Like it was, it was so, it was something I didn't even know I needed, which was just this outlet to sit down with amazing people, form these connections and talk about these games in a way that is more deep and profound and, learn about how these games pass through the lens of all of these different people or not, you know? And, and so that was, that was like, that session was the game changer for me. And I was like, cool, I am in this now, <laughs> you know? And I, and I've made like everybody here, I consider like a, a lifelong personal friend. Like, you, like you guys are all amazing and getting to know everybody in that group, getting to see new faces. It is the highlight of my month whenever we get to meet up and it is it, it just charges my soul every single time um and so like it's difficult for me to it's difficult for me to remove myself from that when talking about my favorite backtrackers game because i'm like how is it not night in the woods you know for that reason <laughs> um but because you know that that game is just so special to me anyway but it's also the way that i came into this group and met so many wonderful people that I just treasure so much. Um, so, so night in the woods is where my, my heart goes immediately, but I also would give a shout out to the chicory session. I thought was amazing. Like I just, it's, it's so great whenever we have a game that can get us to open up as people related to our life experiences, give different perspectives. Um, I just, that just really turns my crank, man. Like, that's exactly why I, I, I keep coming to these. It's just the the things that come out of those sessions. And this is the first time anything Backtrackers has ever been recorded. So it's just such a safe space for people to really go there, you know? And it's just a group of people who are willing to go there. And um, it was just a game changer to me, man. I didn't know I needed it. So yeah, I'm going to give my, I'm going to give the, the Night in the Woods the the sort of you know by default kind of have to go with it but also shout outs to chicory <laughs> indeed indeed well thanks uh i kind of feel like a fool i didn't realize um michael rolled in here with his night in the woods background i'm like michael the the, the game that we're playing right now is 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 not that you know we're playing citizen <laughs> sleeper and uh little did i know so yeah man. uh how about you we're going to go to you next. Or sorry, Nagachaka. We're going to go to you next. You can bleep, bleep that out, Seth. Sure. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so, yeah, I found the Backtrackers uh, through Marcus O'Neill because we're part of a, another community. He mentioned that they're starting this video game book club. And I said, let's just give it a try, you know, build community. Had no idea what I was getting into. Um, I'll kind of circle back to that. Um, before I get to my game of the year, I do want to give some honorable mentions to... Paradise Killer, Life is Strange, True Colors, Boyfriend Dungeon caught me quite off guard. Really enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, Tetris Connected, Tetris Effect Connected, and Carice, uh nice. enjoyed those quite a bit. But um, yes, my my game of the year from the Backtrackers is also Night in the Woods. Um, I'm glad Michael summarized it for me, so I won't uh, <laughs> kind of have to go through it again. So I'll talk about why um, that game just hit with me, resonated with me. Um, besides the beautiful music and the story, um, just the dialogue really, it felt like you were having a natural conversation with your friends and just the experiences that the characters were having just resonated with me. It just reminded me of what I was going through in my early 20s. Um, I know Michael mentioned a mini game where you're doing Guitar Hero it's it's a it's a simple mini game, but when I saw them rocking out, it made it reminded me of spending my Friday nights with my three other friends, having beer, eating pizza, and just playing Guitar Hero until three in the morning. And it just brought me back to such a beautiful place in time. So little things like that. Um, but Night in the Woods, I was able to make all these 
uh, special memories outside of the game as well. It's it's. I'll try my best to explain it. So there's another mini game where I believe May has to steal some pizza. Well, I don't. You don't have to, but why wouldn't you? Right. So there's a there's a part where yeah, you have to steal some pizza. And I was playing with my son. We were he was doing some backseat gaming, and it you know he doesn't always like to watch me play, but that one he throw the introiji was like get the pizza stop no don't move <laughs> so it was just little things like that that created special memories um but the i think the biggest impact that that night in the wood had was definitely the session that we had um marcus asked a very important question in that conversation which was uh what was one of your favorite lines and mm -hmm. so i reviewed because there were a lot, there's a lot of amazing lines, but there, I mm -hmm. went back to look at them and I wanted to see which ones really stood out to me. And a few of them that stood out to me were, um, there's a line about proximity friendships where they were discussing about sometimes you only make friends with people because they're close to you. And if you don't make friends with these people, guess what? You don't have friends. And that made me realize that, you know, I'm very grateful and blessed that I get to be friends with the people in the backtrackers because we don't live close together. Hmm. Some of us are in the States, some of us are in Germany. So we're not proximity friends. We're friends by choice because we share the same hobbies. We care about, we care about each other. Hmm. Um, I, I won't go too much into it, but you know, this was the first session of the backtrackers where it changed from, oh, this is a fun thing to do to play video games with people and to talk about the same video games. And nerd out. It, it that's what Backtrackers is. But this session changed it from that to this is Backtrackers Church with family, where I get to mm. be honest, be vulnerable, um, make these deep connections with other people. Like Seth said, um, just made these beautiful connections with people just outside of gaming. So that's what Night in the Woods is to me. It's kind of monumental in that sense, outside of being a beautiful game with artwork and music. Um, but just all these different personal connections that will be precious to me forever. Yeah, thanks for sharing. I appreciate that, Nagachaka. Thanks, Nagachaka. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna say we have a we we've been since the beginning we've been working on trying to come up with some sort of um, I, I'm not even gonna call it like a like a a, a slogan, but um, <clears throat> Sean has always called it uh, the Video Game Book Club, and I know Michael or Michael takes a particular grievance with that it's not we don't read books um i was just thinking like we can't really i've heard the word like it's like my church or like my religion like come up multiple times here and you know in various sessions i'm like well, we really can't call it like a video game church or religion either i ain't gonna sell it <laughs> so yeah we're, 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 we're still working on that piece so <laughs> um i'm gonna i'm gonna go next i think and then um, we're gonna we're gonna finish up with um with the man marcus so um for me you know this thing, uh, Marcus and I started up, uh, it was kind of suggested by Sean when um, I was on We The Gamer Cast one time, and he kind of brought up like something to this effect. And like Marcus, he was in, he was in, I can't remember where he was on like a channel or something. We we got a hold of each other and started started DMing. And it took a few months, I think, didn't it, Marcus? We were kind of planning things out, trying to figure out what a good time to start was. And, um, you know, eventually we, we kind of, we, we kind of introduced it to the carpool gaming community and you know here we are exactly exactly one year later which is kind of uncanny um you know uh, it's it, it's been it's been a heck of a year and you know we've we watched it grow from a handful of people to um to quite a few and you know some regulars and, and some just pop-ins so um anyway my i i've been i've uh, really had a hard time picking my game of the my game of the year and it kind of goes in line with how i whenever it's my turn to pick a game you know, Marcus gets frustrated with me, I think, sometimes because he's like, like, you have like, you know, 27 games you're trying to pick from. I'm like, I know, I know. And, and so, <laughs> you know, I looked through the list that we have, we have a pin on the Discord of all the, of all the games that we've played. And I'm like, good Lord, like, how am I going to pick a game? Like, there's, there's something here that I appreciate about every single one of these games. And um, so I'm going to say, like, we've been giving honorable, honorable mentions. So, I'm going to give two honorable mentions. Just one, just as, as a passing. Um, loved Forgotten City. 
um, in a year of time loop games, um, that game stood out as a different kind of, like it did something different with time loop games. Um, it was incredibly unique and I thought the discussion in that one was really cool. Um, but, but my, the one that I really want to call attention to was uh, Boyfriend Dungeon. So I had played this game a little bit before the Backtrackers and uh, did not like it. And um, when Dave picked it, I was like, oh boy, like, I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't like this game. Um, this kind of sucks. And ended up like, like playing through it, really actually trying to change my opinion on it. And uh, the the session itself was like, super cool like we we talk about a lot of things and like touching all the things like i would never have imagined you know that we would talk about like and and now you know i know that you know the the, the cat is my favorite uh i guess waifu i don't know what you would call it so <laughs> cat foo. but uh yeah cat, my, my 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 cat foo but uh game of the game of the year for me um arcade paradise it's it is something that is not it, it is something that's it, completely in my wheelhouse and something that is completely outside my wheelhouse it is a delroy game it's weird um it, it i don't like management games um i don't i don't typically kind of like i just it's not for me i got i like an animal crossing fine or whatever or stardew valley fine but like I, I fall off really quick but arcade paradise there's something about it and and it really hit like a nostalgia nostalgia bone in me and um Playing those games like I used to play, you know, on, a, on an old DOS PC or uh, in an arcade, um, kind of seeing like that kind of grungy arcade grow from nothing to something, you know, like the whole story, the, like there's an actual story to that game. And um, it, it's it's just a really incredible thing that is, there's over 30 arcade games in it. So I guess you can kind of say we've played over 50 games this year. I mean, if you if you played all those arcade games in there. So it's, you know, it's... um. It's it's a heck of a work uh, a work of art and, and uh, they're still doing DLC for it so um, you know highly recommend that one um, but yeah I think that, I think that'll be good for me so um, Marcus why don't you uh, kind of give us your game of the year tell us where they can find you tell us about the backtrackers um, sure I guess uh, so yeah it was uh, it was kind of a very fortuitous sort of thing I had. Uh listened to to uh to delroy on uh, his we the gamer cast appearance and it had come up the topic had come up about doing some sort of i don't think we they were you guys had referred to it as a video game book club at that point but um doing some sort of thing community something of playing games together and being able to to meet up and chat about them and this is something that had been on my mind for a while I, I really wanted to do something like this so i i had jumped in pretty quickly and said yes please let's let's do this um, and then we, we connected and, uh, it took a couple months to kind of iron everything out. And, uh, we chatted a little bit with Sean and he was very supportive. And, uh, and then we launched this thing with, uh, with death's door, which, um, maybe, maybe I'll hop, hop into that, uh, to, to start is that that's definitely one of my favorite games, but I didn't choose it as, so that, I guess we can call that one an honorable mention because it's not a game of the year for me because I had played it before um we thought it would be a good one to start out the whole thing with because it had some profile and it really reviewed well we thought that we could entice some people to come to come join us for that one um and it's a great game it, it is a f f fantastic game um a couple other honorable mentions i don't think there's anything too much more that needs to be said about night in the woods but i feel pretty much the same uh that everybody else does here it is a fantastic game the writing is phenomenal um, I loved everything about it, and the discussion that we had was was fantastic. Um, Chicory, Seth mentioned as well. Like, it, it was it's a pretty special game, pretty special discussion. Loved it, um, platinumed it, uh, went back well after I finished the story to complete everything. It was a really great experience. But the game that I chose for my Backtrackers Game of the Year, uh, I think, is probably going to be one that surprises people. Um, and the reason that I chose it is not because it was my favorite game, but it's kind of everything that it almost represents. It's, um, and that game is Paradise Killer. So um, the reason that I chose it is because, for me, Paradise Killer is a game I would never have probably played if not for the backtrackers. It was a selection by Delroy, and I remember not being all that enthused when he picked it. <laughs> I hadn't heard much about it. It looked weird. It, and, and 
honestly, I'd heard of it. I, I didn't know much about it. I had heard of it. Um, so then when I started it up, I had it not been for the backtrackers, I would have certainly dropped this game within an hour. It was, it's, it's a strange narrative. It's wacky. There's really crazy characters. But, but I continued with it because of the backtrackers. And I came to enjoy it quite a bit. I 100%ed it. I got all the achievements on, on Xbox. It was a Game Pass game. Um, and I probably put... 20 to 25 hours into that game searching for everything completing it and i would never have done that if not for the backtrackers mm -hmm. and that's kind of what i wanted to highlight because it, it it really um represented something to me that i would never have done if not for this and it was an amazing overall a very very good experience a we had a great discussion about paradise killer i think it was a little divisive as well it wasn't like the, the biggest hit by by the whole group when we were discussing it there's definitely some flaws to it but um yeah it 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 was something that i would never have experienced if not for the backtrackers and i really wanted to point that out because that has and that will it will always hold kind of a special place for me because of that um and it really i think it was the first game i think it was the sixth game that we had played but it was the first game of those six that really was like, okay, we've got something special here because I think this is something that, um, again, we're going to be able to give people that they wouldn't have otherwise. And uh, yeah, so that's my choice, Paradise Killer. Were you expecting that one, Delroy? I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> no, that, that's actually... When you, started, when you started going down that route, I was like, there's no way he's picking Stanley Parable. he ain't going there yeah well i appreciate it man thank you very much um you know we're we're actually running uh quicker than i thought which is good um because i wanted to do something a little impromptu here um i'm not sure like i know you guys haven't had time to think about this and this is all like unscripted so you know we're not i'm gonna ask this kind of on the fly then um and open it up to the group what um we're, we're you know this is our second year now and we're starting off with citizen sleeper um which is incredible um i you know just to kind of a, a heads up to anyone who's looking to join like it isn't just us that you know marcus and i aren't picking and curating the games um we could i have a thousand and marcus has a, you know a thousand as well but um if this is a community driven thing so when you come you get a chance to select a game and uh you know we we do that randomly and the more times you come the more chances you earn to select and you know i, I can tell you that the group we, you know we're very committed to actually playing the game with you so when you pick a game we want to play it with you um and and so you know just just to be clear like you know this isn't something that you know that marcus and i are controlling like we don't want to i think in the end um but what i wanted to ask the group and kind of open up to open up to all of you is now that we're into our second year um what what is what do you want to see where do you want to see this group go or where do you see this group going um and you know just just you know how you know what what, what do you think that we can you know where, where like what kind of growth can we see or or should or should we look to do so um i don't know does anyone want to kind of go i think michael it's been a long time since you've talked and i know <laughs> that you have ideas <laughs> sasha i'm gonna i'm gonna go to you first and then i'm gonna open it up to everybody so let, let's let's use michael as, as a springboard here so funny that you asked me this question because I was actually thinking about this uh, throughout this afternoon. I was kind of sitting here and and and, and doing taxes, uh, which one has to do in Germany quite regularly, Very unfortunately. Cool. So uh, not the most exciting work, but at least it allows some time to think. Um, and that's actually what I did. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's 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 for me a question of. Um, I think what what I really appreciate about being part of the backtrackers, and this is the the core thing that I think I want to fight for that uh, that we keep, is the level of intimacy that we've reached when we actually discuss the games that we pick, and I think that that level of intimacy of us opening up, being vulnerable, um, and 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 showing where those games also hit us. Or the storylines, or the writing, um, 
you know, were the hitters in our life and and uh, us being courageous enough to show that is perhaps a thing that we need to push through the bigger the group gets because I think that there could be the tendency for us to protect ourselves and, you know, just answer the questions that uh, either you, uh, Delroy, or you, Marcus, prepare. Um, and we just answer the questions, you know, slide after slide. Um, and I do want us to to challenge each other a little bit um, with regards to, and the only way that you can challenge each other is by by risking being vulnerable yourself, right? And opening up. And I think for us that are really at the core, um, and I'm going to say the six of us are are really the the inner inner circle, right? I don't I don't like the idea of inner circle, but but perhaps for us to lead by example, um, that that we can show others how to be vulnerable um, and 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 open ourselves up. And 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 Marcus, I really appreciated your story, right? Because that story that you told I had with Shikari, right? I was not a fan of Shikari and kind of saying, oh gosh, now we, we got to color in certain things and blah, what am I doing here, right? So, um, and I think going down that that specific route allowed me also to do a complete 180 on the game. And and for us to really allow to create, to create those sessions. And so to summarize the thoughts here, to bring this to a close, is maybe just the task if 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 everybody feels um that this speaks to you and resonates with you is watch what's happening with people on the screen. Uh watch what's happening with them. So let's not just be blind to, you know, all the people that maybe come here for the first time or the second time or the third time. If you if you if you get a sense to ask a question or maybe also interrupt the flow or leave the process in order to inject some life into something, yeah, um, then by all means do it. Um, because I think that we will all support each other um, if there is a, a fear of things getting out of hand, because it won't it won't get out of hand, right? Um, I think we're all there to kind of care for each other and look all, and, and have each other's back um, as backtrackers continue. So in summary i think as we grow let's not lose the intimacy that we found with each other and let's make sure that that intimacy can yeah can continue and can live and have room um to you know to be experienced by as many people as possible so that's the thought that i had hopefully hopefully it resonates with some of you so yeah I think that's really well said. And I think that like it it can be a challenge as this thing tends to get and it's slowly grown, I would say. Like we you know, our Tales of Iron, our most recent meeting was the I think the biggest one that mm -hmm. we've we've had yeah. to this point, right? There was probably 12, 13 people at one point in in the in the chat room. And and so there's this kind of balance. And I think Delroy and I, I think, have been slowly getting better at moderating. I was taught chat, we were chatting about this yesterday and at being able to bounce off of conversations and make it so that it the discussion isn't so robotic and is more natural. And I think that that's something that as we, you know, everybody here in the, is try to make the discussion as natural as, as and flow as natural rather than it being, okay, now it's your turn, now it's your turn, now it's your turn. Of course, there's going to be some of that, no, no doubt. But like, allow and feel free to be able to interject and because i think that that's what will help promote exactly what you're talking about michael like it if if we if we restrict ourselves to being able to okay now it's your turn to speak and now it's your turn to speak then that i think interrupts exactly what you're talking about and i think you know that's one thing that i think we have improved on over the course of this thing and i think we'll continue to improve on and you know that's something that's definitely conscious uh, in, in both Delroy and myself's mind in moderating these things, because I think it does lead to better discussions, better friendships, better everything. So um, yeah, no, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. I I'll, I'll jump in and just say too, that, um, you know, it's interesting because that that's going to be a struggle, I think for us moving forward in general, because getting bigger um, is the opposite of being intimate. Right. Like the, the, the bigger it gets, the, it's just inherently going to be less intimate because you just, you know, when, when we have time constraints, we can't all, we don't all just have time to sit here and chat for five hours, <laughs> you know, as much as I would love that. 
um, we, we just don't all have that kind of time, right? So um, we, we have kind of time constraints. And when we have a huge group of people, like you were saying, Tales of Iron, 10, 12, 13 people who are like actively chatting and sharing their thoughts, it's, um, it's difficult to sort of like rein it in, but also allow space to, to sort of go there and have deeper discussions and stuff. So um, I think that's going to be something that we do need to kind of feel out as, as the group continues to grow. But I think also um, getting people involved with it, I think has been so cool because it's just a matter of getting them in the door. Like once, like for me, once you guys got me, you got me, right? Like I'm like, I'm here. This is it now. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that we, we see some of that all the time. Like, um, like John 32, for example, joined us for tales of irons. Oh yeah. This was amazing. I'm coming back for yep. sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and like, we have people that'll come in just to either like listen in or whatever, or they want to get involved in the future. They want to get a feel for what it is. And I'll say too, that for our part at carpool, um, and this has been a huge focus for me ever since joining the team is I try to mention it on like every podcast I, I i try to plug backtrackers like constantly i'm like i want you all this is the the hidden gem of the carpool community you all need to come in here and just at least get a taste for like what this is about um and i think getting people in the door like once you know the, the kind of first hits free mentality get, get them in here and then they'll they'll keep coming back for more you know what i mean um so yeah just a taste just a little taste (laughs) little taste you know um for sure so i i think we're gonna i think it's gonna continue to grow and i think we're gonna see more and more faces you know come in and um i think once they once they get that taste they'll come back but we just got to figure out how to sort of um yeah keep the intimacy of when it was just small groups like this from you know back back in those days where it was just you, you know you'd be you'd be uh lucky to see double digits of people like could you imagine um so i think we're gonna see that a lot more frequently so how do we make it feel like it's still tight-knit when it's not anymore you know so one thing that comes to mind for me is once we do have a lot more people maybe not everyone will talk or answer each question right and is there a way we can get ahead of time an idea of each person, which question they really want to talk about the one they are most passionate about. I don't know how to do that. And it's, you know, it's hard to tell how many people are going to show up that day, but if we could make sure that person gets the floor for that question, then they can be vulnerable. You know, they can Mm -hmm. really get into why it's important to them. Mm -hmm. I think the last few sessions, you know, Delroy and Marcus have been doing a really good job because the numbers have become so big, they've mm. kind of pivoted from here's the question, now it's your turn, to your turn, your turn, to here's the question, here's the question, who wants to chime in? And as you come to more sessions, you start to feel more comfortable. There's a few times where I'm just like, no, I'm good, because right. um, three other, five other people said what I said, and I'll just say, yep, 100% on that. Or, And then when there's something that's either super random or something important to me, you'll just hop in. So I think... Delroy and Marcus have been doing a good job at moderating and kind of opening the conversation to that format as opposed to everybody gets their turn. So I am seeing that pivot to accommodate the numbers because, like you said, if we're going to do everybody, we'll be there for six to eight hours. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think we're getting better at it. And, um, you know, Michael took my answer, so I won't repeat it, but I do want to see <laughs> that continuation of that intimacy and. No, but Michael makes a good point, you know, like as long as we continue to be vulnerable and look to how, look and see how people are reacting and kind of make sure that we're not just passing those moments, but making sure we're going deeper when we can kind of see those connections, those little light bulbs or other moments where you can see people are connecting. And then the only other thing that I could, that I would like to see continuing is um, because it, it is special to play games with other people at the same time to talk about it. There's nothing more frustrating than playing a game and then mentioning to a friend who beat it two years ago. Because right. even though they like that game, they forgot everything. So it's very special to play the, a game with people at the exact same time. Um, what I would like to see is just that we continue to discuss it. Um, obviously, the meetups can't top the meetups. <laughs> but if you're unable to make the meetups or you're unable to say as much as you wanted to, 
just DMs one of us uh, on Discord. Like we usually put in the chat that I've rolled credits, so you'll know that you won't be spoiling the story for one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a good way, I think, to continue the conversation or to start it. Um, there's many, many times where I've DM'd Delroy and Marcus and said, I effing hate this game. Like this game's not for <laughs> me. And then a few days later, it's like, actually, right. really like this game. So it's fun to have those, you know, conversations as well. Not as intimate as, you know, on Discord chat, uh, with a video chat, but still even to be able to have that conversation still keeps it going and still provides that community connection piece. So I think mm-hmm. if we can continue to do that. It'll help quite a bit. Well, I can guarantee you, if you ever need someone to talk to about a game, you just uh, that's already beaten. It. You just talked to Bowser the day after the game is picked. <laughs> she's she's done with it, man. That's I haven't already. even started this one. Oh, uh, surprise! I think you'll like it. It's pretty cool. Um, I think for me, you know, I, I, you know, I, Marcus and I are, are are constantly talking about this stuff, and you know, I I know that I've been in in a lot of your DMs too, asking you know what you know what I can do to be better and what we can do to be better. And it's on our mind a lot, like everything, you know, I don't want to sound flippant or I guess like, I don't know how to put it, but everything that people suggest to us are things like, like just 99% of things that we've already thought of or that, you know, that, mm-hmm. that we, that we are thinking of or talking about. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't share, but it, we are definitely like, this is on my mind a lot. <clears throat> you know, when I'm eating lunch sometimes at work, you know, I'm thinking about this, and um, so the intimacy thing is really important to me, and I noticed to Marcus as well. And for me personally, like a goal of mine is to maybe do less talking myself and letting and, and do a better job facilitating other people and trying to draw out. And like I was saying yesterday during the Tales of Iron, um, kind of uh, to to poke into product things. Um, and to kind, of, to kind of flesh out some some conversation that 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 maybe needs to be talked about a little bit more, or or that is interesting to talk about. Um, I I think that you know as as we grow bigger and we look to 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 still remain intimate, like you know I I've tried to introduce this the side tracker thing that we do, you know, in between sessions, um, and that's more of a, a like you know Sean calls them a sweet hang, right? But it's it's more about life, and we do talk about games some, but it's not. There's like nothing. There's nothing attached to it. There's not a game you have to play. There's not homework. It's just come show up and then be a person with us. And I think some of those things have been, you know, ways that that I've been able to stay connected and keep the intimacy with um, the folks that show up there, uh, you know, outside of the main sessions. So you know, I, I think that we we're constantly looking to do more, constantly looking to get better. And you know, that's my goal this year is to look back, um, look back on year two. Um, you know, hopefully with all of you and, uh, and, and to say, you know, we, you know, we, here's where we improved and, and, you know, we really are, we are getting better and it's not just about the number of members or the number of people that show up, but it's about the quality of what we're doing. So, you know, Mark, I guess I'll, I'll end with this, like Marcus and I have always said to each other, like, like kind of privately, like, you know, we probably do this thing, even if none of you guys showed up because it's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's just a cool thing. So, yep. So. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, does anyone else have anything that they would like to kind of say for the greater good as I as I kind of uh, close out here? Um, I guess going once and twice and three times. So, anyone? So Just much. Thanks for coordinating this thing, Delroy. This is awesome. It's great to be able to to chat and uh, get together and talk about our favorite moments from the past past year. Celebrate the year and uh, yeah, appreciate we it. We should do it every year. I think. If yeah. possible. I just. Honor that which was right. So, right. so we honored last year. So that's great. So let's do. Let's do. If if we feel that's the right thing to do, then let's just do it next next year. I think one final thought that I have, um, and I know that you're doing it. I just want to reiterate the fact that uh, let's keep on doing it. Is shout out for those who come to visit us for the first second time. Mm-hmm. So either on the well, Discord yeah. to say, hey, it was good seeing you. Thanks for coming. So just that they feel maybe a little bit more confident of, you know, showing up again and they kind of feel that appreciation of the group. I know that we're doing it. I'm, all I'm saying is just a reminder, let's just keep on doing that. So yeah. I think that uh, that is good for those who, you know, maybe lack the confidence or feel a little bit insecure, um, you know, of joining us. So, yeah. I don't know. I can't express how 
cool it feels to have a person join us for the first time and then post that they really loved it like right. after the meeting. It is so good. Exactly. It's so cool. Yeah. So 100%. We, we encourage everybody to come check us out and uh, um, uh, you'll have a good time. I swear. I promise. <laughs> you will. I mean, after John posted that, I had to have my wife put a pin in my head to stop it from inflating. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyone else have anything for the group? Um, and uh, then I will let you guys. I know it's pretty late for Michael and I um, here out in, in Deutschland. So um, anyone else oh, have good. anything from, from, from Canada or from the United States? Thanks, uh, guys. I, I can't believe it's been a full year. Just it seems like it's flown by, but it, this really was a nice trip down memory lane, um, just bringing back old memories and um, the old discussions we had. So thanks for organizing. This was this was really good. Excellent. It's an honor, I think, for for uh, for me to call each each one of you because I've I haven't met any of you except uh, for Josh physically to call you friends. And yeah, thanks, Josh. Yeah, so so uh, and and as we get older, I think friendships become more special, right? So we don't take them for granted. So I take none of you for granted. So thank you. Absolutely, man. I'm right there with you. Give Michael 100%. and I the space to talk. We're going to talk. Um, that's just how we are. Um, I Yeah, I, I love everybody here. I, I truly do love everybody here. And these these connections are special. And like the games are one thing. The games are great. It's fun to play video games, but it's the way we connect. It's the people. It's the way we connect to each other with these mm -hmm. games that makes Backtracker special. So yeah, come in. Come on in. Get involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say one thing for anyone that's thinking maybe they want to join, but they're a little nervous. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not comfortable, you know, speaking up and interjecting. Marcus and Delroy will take care of you. They will make sure mm -hmm. that you have the room to speak. And if you don't want to speak, you don't have to. But you will be welcomed. You will be given a chance. Everyone can come. Yep, just Love come it. hang out. And speaking of which, the next couple of things we have coming up on the 28th of this month, we have a side trackers meeting where we're going to do a celebration of the year of the past year with the community. And we'll have some fun stuff for that. Um, so if you can make it on, on the 28th, which is a Saturday, uh, 11, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, uh, we would, we'd love to see you there. And then the following week, we're going to be um, going over the game that we're playing right now, which is Citizen Sleeper. It's an incredible indie narrative cyberpunk game. It's it's really cool. Um, and we'll be going over that one, kind of diving in like we've been talking about here. And that will be on um, the 4th of February, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a Saturday. So I think with that, I'm I'm good to close out. Um, Seth, you can you can hit the stop button, and uh, you know, uh, thank you all for your time, and uh, have a good day. See you guys. Bye, guys. Much love, everybody. Bye.